Hi, my dear friend. I'm happy to be with you for a moment. And uh, my topic today will be very interesting for everyone because everyone has to live on this earth and then leave that earth. So that's a common thing for, common destiny for everyone. So Our Lady wanted to teach us powerfully right at the beginning of the apparition in Medjugorje. She decided to teach us about what's happening after death, what can happen to us after death. And because she's a mother and she, uh, she knows that we are children, she took a very simple, direct and wonderful way to teach us those realities. I just mentioned that she did not invent anything. Everything she does and everything she says is right from the Bible or from the Catholic faith, so you can believe that. One day, it was in summer 1981, uh, not long after the beginning of the apparition, which started in, um, in June, Our Lady took uh, two of the visionaries, Vitska and Yaakov. What happened? Vitska and Yaakov uh, were coming from Chitluk, the little city near Medjugorje, and they were hungry. So they said to Yaka, the mother of Yaakov, please can you prepare some food? We are hungry. And so Yaka turned around and there was a kind of two little rooms, little house with a, without um, any current water, without heat, uh, heater, uh, and very simple. There was no facilities in those days, you know. So anyway, she prepared two plates for them. And when she, re she turned to see them and gave the plates, they had disappeared. They had completely disappeared. They were no, not there anymore. So she, she called them, she looked for them. There was nobody answered. She started being panicky because uh, it was in the communist time and you couldn't play fool with the communists. They could, be, uh, they could arrest you, they could put you to jail, they could uh, take you uh, from your family and without any reasons. And uh, it was a terrible time. They suffered a lot and she started thinking maybe they've been kidnapped or whatever and she was absolutely devastated she finally went out she asked all the villagers that she could meet have you seen my children no 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 and um, she she met Ivan's uh, mother she had not seen anything okay to make a long story short she sat under a tree near her house and started weeping and weeping and she was desperate What happened exactly? Well, according to Vitska, who likes to tell the story, um, they were waiting for their food when Our Lady appeared uh, unexpectedly and she offered them to take them with her and see heaven, purgatory and hell. Many of you have already uh, heard that story, but if I tell you that story, it's because the people who live with you your friends, your family members might have not heard that story and this story for everyone. So what happened, she, um, she offered to do that kind of very special trip to the after death realities. And she, uh, and the, so the reaction was kind of so-so uh, because Vitska said, well, mother, how long will this take? Because she knew she had to, to work with the tobacco. She was a very down-to-earth girl, and she still is like that, very realistic. 
and she wanted to know if she was in time to help the family with the tobacco. And, uh, and as for Yaakov, he was terrified. Uh, he thought that maybe he will never come back from that trip. And he said to, to the lady, well, you know, why don't you take rather Vitska with her than me? Because, you know, she has many brothers and sisters, but I'm alone with my mom. So it was, you know, it was a way to escape from that trip. Nevertheless, our lady took both of them, Vitska by the right hand and Yaakov the left hand. And according to Vitska, the roof opened up and they found themselves in heaven. Well, how they entered heaven? I will tell you the version with many details that we might not know yet. So I asked Vitsya, how could you find yourself in heaven, like in one shot? I thought there was a door. You had to ask Peter to open the door. He had the keys of heaven. And oh, how was it? Did you see St. Peter? Yes, yes, there was St. Peter there. And did you see that he had the keys? Yes, yes, yes. So he opened the door for you? No, 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 no. Our lady opened the door. What? She also has the key? No, she has no key. She could open without a key. Uh, and uh, St. Peter was okay with that. And she said, yes, he might be used to that with Our Lady. So, and uh, did, uh, did uh, St. Peter know you? Um, well, in our, she said, Our Lady introduced us to him. How did she introduce you, you to them? She said, uh, here is Yaakov and Witzka. That's it. So the door opened to, to heaven, and Vitska described the heaven in this way. It was a large, wide place with no limits. In that place, we could have, we could see a beautiful, bright light, but it's not the light that we know on earth. It's another type of light, and I can't describe it. In this light, we saw many, many people. They look like 30 years old, and they are dressed in three different colors. Of course, these colors do not belong to the colors we know on earth, but roughly we can say that it's yellow, gray, and red, but like, like these colors. And they were so happy. They were dancing, singing. You could see the little angels with them, and um, they, they, they showed so much happiness. And Our Lady spoke to us. She said, look, dear children, how happy those people are. They lack for nothing. And this is a word that we can also reflect on because on earth we have frustrations where things that we can, you know, we have uh, disillusions and things like that. We have desires that we can, we can never fulfill or things like that. Heaven is a place where we have no frustration. We are absolutely uh, fulfilled. And don't forget that when God created us, he created our heart capable to contain God himself. We are, the, um, we are the temple of the living God. So our heart is huge, huge, huge. And if Ali said nothing is lacking for them, it means their big the space of their heart is completely fulfilled. And we cannot imagine the happiness of these people, the elect in heaven. So I said to Vitska, well, seeing this happiness, did you feel that happiness yourself there? Oh, yes, I could feel the happiness. And I said, uh, but I think then you, you didn't want to go back on earth. She said, of course, those who have tasted the happiness of heaven, they don't want to leave from that place. 
But, she said, I knew that Our Lady, the Madonna, had asked me to transmit, uh, to share her messages with the people. So I knew she was counting on me. And this is why I accepted to leave from heaven. Then they went to see purgatory. Now purgatory is a very different place. There is no light there. It's very dark. There is a like a cloud, a gray cloud. And uh, in purgatory, they could not see the people. It was like this gray, like ashes, you know, and it was really dark. But she said we could hear their cries of pain. And she said, you know, sister, if you could hear those cries of pain only one minute, you will never fail to pray every day for the souls in purgatory because they, they, they suffer tremendously. And it's a place of purification when we have not seized the occasion, the opportunities on earth to be purified. So we are purified in heaven from the sins and the consequences of sins in us, in our soul. So um, Our Lady said to them, look, dear children, how these people are suffering. They're waiting for your prayers to be able to enter heaven. And she said, I ask you, dear children, to pray every day for the souls in purgatory. She said, when you pray for the souls in purgatory, you get new intercessors who in their turn will pray for you and intercede for you. And especially to help you not being attached to earthly things, rather to, to divine things. And uh, she also said, look, in purgatory there are different levels. One level is very close to heaven, and it is for those who are really ready to go to heaven very soon. And there are different levels, and the last level, the bottom of purgatory is terrible, is very, very close to hell, and those suffering are very, very close to those in hell. So when you pray for the souls in purgatory, either they change level and they get closer to the door of heaven, or they get out of purgatory and they enter heaven. And also she said that the day when she goes to free most of the souls in purgatory is the day, the Christmas day, the night of Christmas also. There she goes to purgatory and she lets many, many souls go out of purgatory, more than on the day of uh, All Saints Day. And of course, every day she listens to our prayers, our intercessions, uh, for the sake of the souls in purgatory, and she, she does a beautiful job of mercy there. She can visit the souls in purgatory. Also Saint Joseph can go. Also the angels can go. Only Jesus cannot go to purgatory, because if he went to purgatory, it would become heaven, because heaven is to see him. Now, I want to mention here that every one of us is called to holiness, to sanctity. And Our Lady, for so many years, is teaching us the way of holiness. And everyone is called to go directly to heaven. This station in purgatory is not, is not obligatory. And it's not pride to think that we can go directly to heaven. It's, it, you know, the love is what makes you go to heaven. And those who go to purgatory is those, are those who uh, sinned on earth, but 
either did not repent well or did not seize the opportunity to be purified. For example, if I'm sick and suffer in my bed, if I offer my suffering, it removed a time of purgatory because this suffering offered will be like a purgatory for me. Same for any, any occasion where I can have a broken heart. Somebody betrayed me, somebody uh, hurt me, somebody stole something from me, somebody spoke bad about me, you know, I am, have been hit by those suffering. If instead of lamenting and, uh, and being um, rebellious or whatever, angry, I offer this suffering in silence in my heart, I escape purgatory, you know. In purgatory, the suffering is much more intense than the suffering we may have on earth. All the mystics have said that, so I don't recommend that you go to purgatory. Do everything you can to avoid purgatory. Vitska was very touched by this visit in purgatory. She said to me, you know, if you had seen only one minute the suffering of these souls, you would never fail to pray for them every day. You would be willing to empty purgatory. And she's inviting everyone to pray for the souls in purgatory. And Our Lady has done that for so many years. Pray for the souls in purgatory. Now they end up on third station that was hell. So when they got to hell, they said, it's a terrible place. In the center of that place, there is a big fire. But again, this fire is not like the one we know on earth. It's a different fire. It's a fire that never ceases. As Jesus speak, speaks in the, in the gospel about that fire that does not cease. And uh, strangely, Vitska told me that she could see people normal people, average people that you can meet in the street. And these people would throw themselves into the fire. She saw a beautiful young girl, for example. She threw herself into the fire. But when she got out of the fire, she was like a monster, totally disfigured with hatred, blasphemy, rebellion, and uh, it was horrible, like wild beast, you know. And um, so the children were kind of afraid. And they said to Our Lady, how come, Mother, God, who is so good, how could he put some people in hell like that? Our Lady said, no, dear children, God does not put anyone in hell. But some people on earth have decided with their own will to do everything against God, against the will of God. And they start a hell in their own heart. And if, when they die, unless they repent, this same hell continues. And then they asked, but can they get out of hell once they have entered hell? No, dear children, we, one cannot go out of hell because they don't want God. They hate God. They don't want to be with God. And God does not force anyone. So you, you cannot even pray for the souls in hell because they don't want. You know, dear children, she said, God has given you freedom and each one of you decide where he wants to go. And uh, it depends on one. For Nobody goes to hell unless 
it is his decision. And his decision, of course, nobody said, I want to go to hell. But they say, I don't, I don't want to go with God. I don't want to listen to God. I don't want to love God. I don't want to follow God. I don't want to be eternally with God. They hate God. And you know, like, think of a father who loves his son, but the love hates his father. Can the father say to the son, I'll put a chain on your feet and I will force you to be with me? No. God has given you freedom, says Our Lady. And I kneel down before the freedom that God has given you. You know, there is no love without freedom. Love, freedom is part of the reality of love. If I'm forced to love somebody, what is that love? You know, that freedom gives beauty to love. So in that freedom, some people, unfortunately, have chosen to, to be without God. And their only place where there is no God is hell. So that was the end of the visit, so to speak. And on their way back to the room at Yaka's house, Our Lady said, you have seen the poor souls, how they suffer. I invite you, dear children, to pray a lot for the sinners that they may be converted. And she said that many, the majority of the people, the majority of the souls, go to purgatory. A little number goes directly to heaven and also many goes to hell. So I ask you, dear children, to pray a lot and also to sacrifice yourself for the souls of the sinners. And she asked them to pray and sacrifice themselves, as she did in Fatima with the three little shepherds. And uh, they said yes also. Now, when they got back home, they reappeared in the room. They had disappeared for 20 minutes, though they did not realize they were out of the of the time, out of space. They had no idea how long this trip uh, lasted, but 20 minutes. And uh, they found themselves again in the room and uh, in by the, the door, Jacob saw his mother crying under the tree. He ran to her that mom 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 guess what we were in we we were in heaven we were in heaven we've seen heaven and the yaka said no my child i don't believe you were in heaven don't say that i don't believe it's not possible but then vitka came and said no it's true it's true i was with him we went to heaven and then she told the story and yaka started to say okay okay because vitka had the reputation of someone who could never lie so that was the story now, um, Our Lady said to them, Dear children, I've shown you these places so that you may know it exists and that you may not tell others. And this is why, my dear, my dear friends, today I have taken to heart to tell again that beautiful story and so that you may tell others also. You know, because she said, many people think that after death there is nothing. No, dear children. This is a big mistake because after death, there is eternity. And uh, one pilgrim one day asked Vizka, can you ask Our Lady if there is reincarnation after death? So the question was posed to Our Lady and she said, no, dear children, reincarnation does not exist. After death, there is eternity. It is a mistake to teach people that after death, we can be born several times on earth. It is a mistake. 
Okay, so this is the, the famous famous summer day of the trip of Witzka and Yaakov. And this is very instructive. Again, I say Our Lady invented nothing. It's all written clearly in the Catechism of the Catholic Church. So you will find all even more details about that. But this is a story, you know, this is a story, I mean, in this experience. They did go there, they did see, they did report what they saw. And um, other mystics have seen hell, purgatory, the, the, the children of Fatima, they've seen hell also. And the little one was six. Come on, she was six years old. What a mother would have allowed her little six-year-old girl to see hell. And Mary did. But it made a saint. It made a saint. Well, so my dear friends, my dear brand sisters, you know, I told you that story because it's important today. Many people have died already from that coronavirus. Uh, many people, we are all going to die. And it's very important that we are aware of what's happening. Death is not a wall. Death is a door. And so we've got to be prepared. Now I will read exactly the message from Our Lady about hell. Listen. These people go to hell of their own will. It is their choice, their decision. Do not be afraid. God has given freedom to everyone. On earth, everyone can decide for God or against God. Some people, while on earth, always do everything against God, against his will, consciously. These people introduce hell into their own hearts. And when they die, if they do not repent, the same hell goes on. So they ask, can these people get out of hell? Hell will never end, she said. Those who are in hell do not want to receive anything from God anymore. They freely decided to be far from God forever. God cannot force anyone to love him. Now let's conclude and make a long story short. I invite you, my dear friends, to make the right decision because we are free. Ask God to go directly to heaven when you die. And it is possible. It's his dream. It's his dream to welcome you as soon as you die uh, on, on, in his arm, in his embrace. It is his dream. He loves you so much. So how can you escape the purification? Easy. We are told by John of the Cross that if we profit from all the pains, all the sorrows, all the suffering that are given to us, on earth, if we offer it up instead of being angry or being rebellious or being, uh, being, uh, you know, unhappy and uh, to lament, instead of complaining, then all this offering make it up for your purgatory. So ask God to take all these opportunities to, to pure, to be purified, and then you will enter directly to heaven. And there is a key. To enter directly to heaven is a complete, complete trust in his divine mercy, in his infathomable mercy. To complete trust that he loves you so much that he wants you to heaven. And you just believe in his mercy and you ask forgiveness with all your heart, with a true repentance, with a true contrition, with a contrite heart for your sins. 
and the Lord loves to wash out your sins and take take you in his arm like the the father of the prodigal son that son stinked you know he was keeping the um, looking after the pigs he was he had walked along and run a long way to go back home at his father's so he was he was in a state of horrible horrible state you know and what did the father do he embraced him with all his heart and forgave everything and he was his, this uh, prodigal son was given the best shoes the best ring the best uh, garments and uh, the feast started and we are that prodigal son but we have to run to the father even if we stink we will pray for one another that we all gather one day in heaven and we'll dance and we'll thank our lady for all these messages and all these instruction motherly instruction that she gave which help us so much to go the right path of holiness god bless you